Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, a show for the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Covington playing Levine, topside three ball, bam! Onions, baby onions! Zach Levine in the Bulls! Your number one source for Chicago Bulls news and stories. Levine to White, this time he gives it to Williams for three. The rookie! Host Jordan Malley and Matt Peck dive into the best Bulls news and stories around the NBA. Jordan Malley. Jordan, great to see you. Through our 670 score scope. Yep. Where is he? And it's right over there, Bill. Are you flat out kidding me? Matt Peck used to do a great job with the Bulls Outsider Show. Now he's doing Locked on Bulls. There he is. Human full burn. Oh, don't mess with the pooch. But watch this crossover. Bulls bird if really goes. So kick back, I'm not, relax, I'm not. and get ready for the best hour of your day. Uh, you, know, I'm not. you can just see the vibe. And these guys are men. Locked on Bulls starts now. I love it. Pass to Levine with a right-handed jackhammer slam. Oh my goodness, that was filthy. Here are your hosts, Jordan Malley and Matt Peck. I'm getting out the dancing shoes. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jordan Malley, along with me is Matt Peck. Follow us on Twitter at Jordan C. Malley, at Bulls underscore Peck, and at Locked On Bulls. Hit us up on our text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Drop your text, your voicemails, anything you got for us at 331-979-1369. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Didn't get a chance to do our locker room yesterday. We'll get into that at some point in this episode, but we are going to do a locker room this week. So make sure you go download the app uh, on I, all Apple products right now. So go to, if you've got an iPhone, go download the Locker Room app right now. And make sure you join us for our first Locker Room this week, uh, sometime either today or tomorrow. Matt, what's going on? Um, I'll be honest with you, man. That was worse than the Orlando loss. I, I don't even... We talked to the Cavs guys at the beginning of the week. This is not how I expected this game to go. Before we get into it, how are you, man? What up, Jordan? What up, Bulls Nation? Honestly, um, yesterday and today, I'm feeling a little bit like the Bulls themselves. Run down. Uh, <laughs> I I told you yesterday, I, I went to urgent care yesterday morning. I woke up and my neck was completely <laughs> locked out. I don't know if you could tell, but check this out. Got, got a uh, lidocaine <laughs> patch on my neck right now. Feeling very much like Thad Young, a.k.a. Thad Old. And I didn't even play basketball this week. I am struggling. But you know what? Uh, the doc prescribed me some muscle relaxers and watching the Bulls lose by 20 to the Cavs, way better with muscle relaxers. Like, way better. <laughs> I know. When I got your text, I was like, oh, man. And then I remember that you had said you had started working out every single day. What is it, two yep. months now? Three months now? Uh, going on three months. Yeah, it turns out that was a mistake. So I didn't get neck injuries when I wasn't working out and was being a lazy piece of crap. See, that's my problem. When I go to work out and I'm in a good routine, then after like two, three, four months, I end up pulling a muscle like and it's usually like a groin or a hamstring or something. Then it just it, it sidelines everything. But when you said when you said you're like, yeah, I've got like a terrible neck pain and I have to take muscle relaxers for it. I'm like, that's going to about put you on your ass. I'll be surprised if you make it through the Bulls game. So, uh, but barely, you, barely. Def- <laughs> you definitely needed those because I mean, what was that? L- let me just ask you what that was, because that was not this Bulls team. That was like a Jim Boylan Bulls team last night. I, I don't even know how to explain it. 
Yeah, man. I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there because last season it felt like all the time we were measuring the most recent bad loss against the category of worst loss of the season. And there were so many amazing nominees, so many deserving nominees. Seriously. And that's how I felt watching uh, that game last night. Like, wow, this is ugly. Like, this is truly ugly. You beat this team a few days ago. This is not a very deep, very talented team. But we were talking with the Locked On Cavs guys on Monday, and, uh, you know, their boy showed out. Colin Sexton and, and Darius Garland combined for, what, 55 points? And the Bulls, like, Lowry was the first Bull in double figures, and that didn't happen until, like, midway through the third quarter. And he was doing that coming off the bench. Like, man, it was also a great reminder to those Zach Levine haters out there. Some nights you need multiple stars and you need that just gunning score that Zach Levine is because otherwise you find yourself in a hole. And I don't know about you, but I thought that once again, Thad Young's postgame comments were very enlightening because he was talking about just coming into games. Like he used the term walking into games, basically saying, Hey, we're, we're not talented enough of a team to just walk in to an opponent, even if it's Cleveland and say, let's take some time to feel this game out. No, we need to be aggressive. And last night, they came out flat as hell. I mean, if I was Thaddeus Young, too, granted, he would be a lot more soft-spoken than I am, but I'd be like, dude, I shouldn't have to remind this team. We're, we're three-quarters of the way through the season. We're in the last 14 games of the season. We shouldn't have to be continuously reminding ourselves that we've been doing this all season, where we come in and we underscore our opponents they, the Bulls play to their competition level this entire season, Matt, and we've seen it. More recently, it's been the second half. It's been the second half of the season where the Bulls have just shown up on one side of the ball. And some nights the Bulls are pulling out wins because you have Zach dropping 40-plus points or you have other guys contributing, but they haven't collectively, I think, put a great game together both on the offensive defense since defensive side of the ball since that all-star break and last night was the first time I think all season they just didn't have it on either side where where it was like they were making mistakes I, I couldn't fathom like I even joked about it on the radio today I said I don't know what they did to Thaddeus Young but that was not him last night that was not Thaddeus Young that was like his evil twin man or, or they ran somebody else that looked like Thaddeus Young out in a 21 jersey because he looked like he had the worst game of his career, and he gets all the credit yeah. in the world, so I, I won't go hard on him for that. But I was just like, I can't even believe some of the mistakes, the shots he was taking last night. I, I mean, we we may come to find out, uh, and I, I don't plan on going and, and watching it or even uh, you know streaming it when it's available. We may find out that Thad Young is a side character in the new LeBron Space Jam and that <laughs> he had his talent stolen, and not just in the new Space Jam movie, but in real life. It, you're right. It's it's like he looks like Charles Barkley or Patrick Ewing in that montage of NBA players getting their talent Seriously. stolen from them in the first Space Jam. Uh, and you know, I, I I think I've noticed we've gotten a lot of people uh, on Twitter and in our inbox recently talking about like, yo, what's up with Dad Young? Like, you know, he's had such an amazing Renaissance type season, but this recent stretch of games, he's really been struggling. I thought it was interesting, and you know, your guy Cody Westerland over at 670 The Score, one of the OG hosts of this very podcast, um, was uh, uh, tweeting about a comment Billy Donovan made saying, when it comes to Thad Young's recent reduction in minutes, it's more so about 
recent matchups and not quite as much so about wor- worrying about logging so many minutes for the vet that that is. But it made it the way that it was phrased, it made it sound like it's actually kind of for both of those reasons. <laughs> so maybe Thad is just like running on fumes right now. The the it's like the the gas gauge is below E and you're like, oh dear God, I need to find a gas station stat. And look, it's okay if that's what's happening because Thad has been everything to this team this season. He has been vital to this team's success this season. And he's a dude playing in his 14th season. You're right. And it- I bet Thaddeus Young probably him, him and Billy Donovan probably had multiple conversations about like, hey, dude, like, are you gassed? Like, do you need do you need to take a little bit of a step back? He's obviously not going to say that to us or to the media. And that seems like the type of guy that he wouldn't even admit that if he was. So like I go back to the comments he made a month ago, Matt, where he was like or even it, it's probably two months ago now, but it was right around the OKC trip where he was like, we can't keep running Thad 35, 40 minutes a night. We're not going to expect the same return that we're getting early on in this season and sure enough it's showing so i'm actually not surprised that people are asking about that and wondering why he's kind of dipped in his production he's been doing a lot for this bulls team this season and he's not a dude like zach who's in 26 in the middle of his prime gotta remember he's still a 12-year vet granted he's still a young and in his 30s but takes a toll in your body differently when you're a 12 or 11 or 12 year vet as opposed to what Zach is right in the middle of his prime so I give Thaddeus Young a little bit of credit but the Bulls have had no help either so I think that kind of spotlights Thad's lack of production over the last couple of weeks is because nobody else is standing up and kind of filling that void yeah I mean he is a vital piece and the other role players on this team and we talked about this recently with Billy Donovan's comments um, earlier in the week saying about how the, the trade kind of messed people up. The the Bulls that were, were already here needing to adjust to all of their new roles and feeling like there was this phase of a couple of weeks immediately following those trades that nobody on the team knew what their roles were. And people were confused. They didn't want to step on anybody's toes. It was a lot of confusion in a short amount of time and a lot of games in that short amount of time. But there haven't really been consistent role players outside of Thad Young on this team that have been here for the full season. Like when Garrett Temple's been healthy, he is a solid role player. As soon as Troy Brown Jr. came in and was given an opportunity to play real minutes, he looked like a solid role player. Looks like he's going to be out again tonight. Uh, dealing with that ankle that kept him out of last night's game too. But P-Dub, inconsistent. It's, you know, it's okay. He's a rookie, but certainly like that scoring drought that he had, you know, past few games ago was brutal to watch. Lowry, Kobe, both inconsistent. That has been the most consistent role player on this team all season long. I was disappointed in what I saw from Patrick Williams yesterday, and this will be the first time that I've kind of, kind of criticized him, but... You could tell, Matt, there was one pass specifically. I believe it was in the first half. He made a cross-court pass that just... There was no lane to make that pass. And then after he did that, he didn't go and chase Okoro down. Uh, after the dunk, I watched Kobe White go and chase him. And Patrick Williams is is trailing and just watching. That's the first time that like it's been glaringly obvious that Patrick Williams didn't pick himself up and try to do something. Try to correct his mistake. Instead, he sort of sulked or just kind of let it happen in front of him and it compounded the mistake caused the Bulls to have a turnover and it caused an easy bucket on the other end that was the story the entire night but I was actually kind of disappointed in what I saw from Pat 
Pat will. I'll give him like Thad. There's a little bit of wiggle room just because he's a rookie. Same thing with Thad. The production he's had the entire season. So I'm willing to cut him a little bit of slack. But I was disappointed to see Patrick Williams do that because that's not the type of player he is. It's not the type of player that he's shown us to be this entire season. But again, maybe he's hitting the rookie wall as well. And the Bulls have played a lot of games in a in a very short amount of time and also not 100% healthy. So again, I always say context matters. In that point, even being critical of P. Will, context matters. It does. It does. But I'm glad that you mentioned that thing about uh, it looked like he was actually visibly frustrated because that's not something we've really seen from the rookie at all. He has looked to be like unshakably uh, just present and in the moment, and he doesn't get riled up or emotional about things. Um, but that was something you kind of saw several Bulls players dealing with last night, and Vooch had an interesting quote about that uh, that I want to bring up next, Jordan. First, though, uh, how perfect of a sponsor for today's show is this? This is not a joke. Today's episode is brought to you by Theragun. I am lucky enough that my roommate invested in one of these, and you bet your butt that after we finish this podcast, I'm going to go to town on my neck and shoulder area with a Theragun. Um, They are wildly helpful. It's like having a, a robot masseuse that just is you know on a shelf in your living room whenever you need it um it is like backed by a million testimonials of people whether you're a professional athlete or just a regular schmo like me who hurt himself working out the other day theragun will help it's the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth speed and power It's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, hello, an injury, hello, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and me right here. So try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on theragun.com slash locked on. Let's hear the Vooch quote. What is it? So this, you know, he and Thad both had great thoughts after that game talking about just the the level of like lazy not laziness but just not being ready and not coming out ready to play a game we mentioned some of those dad comments earlier but this is what Vooch said after the game we just didn't have the energy and physicality needed to win an NBA game I think we eased into the game and they took it to us we never couldn't respond and we got a little frustrated with the refereeing that affected us a little bit We just didn't bring the focus and energy needed to play an NBA game. I mean, when you and I were sitting here giving the Bulls some some well-deserved kudos for their win over Boston on the road, a team that had won their past six games coming into that matchup, we were largely applauding the level of effort, the intensity, especially on the defensive end, 
And it was jarring to see in a good way because this Bulls team has not had that consistently. So when you take those comments from Vooch and kind of combine them with what Thad said about we're not a talented enough team to come into games like that to just feel out these these pathetic calves and then we'll we'll take it from there. Oh, you know, dig ourselves a hole that we can climb out of, no problem. These are two veteran players who recognize that for whatever reason, and they need to figure it out in a damn hurry if they still want to make this play-in uh, tournament, they are coming into too many games flat with not the proper level of energy and physicality on both ends of the floor. And that is a big problem. The thing that makes me most mad about this loss, Matt, is the fact that Cleveland got officially eliminated from being able to even be a part of the play-in with the loss to Detroit on Monday. There is no reason the Bulls should have lost this game. This is a game the Bulls needed if they want to make that play-in like you were saying. How you go out and get your ass kicked by the Cavaliers is beyond me. You made... They made Sexton and Darius Garland look like they were the backcourt of the Trailblazers last night, Matt. Like, both of those dudes could have put up 50, and they were laughing at the Bulls. I just don't... That's what makes me so frustrated, and those vets see that, and they know that. The thing I will say about Vooch, he was doing an awful lot of complaining. He's doing an awful lot of complaining over the last couple of weeks. Granted, I think it's warranted when you're getting your ass handed to you, especially on the road, you're not going to get any calls. So I think that only compounds the issue when you talk about frustration of not making baskets early, giving up, making stupid turnovers, giving up extra possessions, whatever the case may be early on. It's only compiled by the frustration if they see their vets and their leaders going in constantly complaining to the refs about certain calls that may have happened to play play ago, two plays ago. I've talked about this with Zach and I said I've liked it because at some point you do, you have to be vocal about it when you're not getting any calls. It just is compounded with young players starting to pick that mentality up and I hope that's not a habit that this Bulls team picks up. Have you noticed that at all though over the last couple of weeks these guys sort of being a little bit more attentive to refs not giving them calls like they should? Yeah, I think so. Um, But I agree with you in that Zach needing to hold his own and say to the refs on certain missed calls, especially countless times this season and definitely last season when Zach Levine is driving to the lane and creating and initiating contact that is absolutely a foul, should be whistled a foul. Most of the other star caliber players in the league get that call and get two free throws. And for whatever reason, NBA refs have not quite started to show Zach Levine that level of respect yet. Even after he was named an all-star this season, he's still not getting as many free throws a game as he should for the amount of contact that he's creating on his drives. So that is true. And I think Bulls fans have been frustrated by it a lot this season. And rightly so. But there's a point somewhere in there. There's a line somewhere in there where you have to say these players and their coach, Billy Donovan, who has gotten a few texts arguing with the refs this season, need to stand up for themselves and say, what the hell was that call? What was that non-call? This is BS. But don't let it take away the focus from your game. Don't let it take away your focus for the next possession because that's the stuff that can start to get you in deep, deep trouble. 
what's well, contagious too, right? Like your young players will start to see you doing that. It's the same thing. Like I think about it when I used to umpire. It's the same thing. Like in little league or youth or even competitive, whatever you sports in baseball specifically. If I watched a coach complain to me about certain calls, uh, balls and strikes, especially early on in the game, it became contagious. Then the players were like, you know what? I can do that. I'm going to start nitpicking too. Obviously to a more professional level at the NBA level, but I think it's contagious, especially with young players and don't know how to necessarily control their emotions or reel in their frustrations. I think that's a really good point, though, and something that should be hammered home is is as much as the vets have done things for them, for the young guys this season and setting that example, they need to continue to do that as the Bulls kind of finish this route and see if they can make that play in game. We'll talk a little bit more about this loss in a second. But I want to first tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA is in its last quarter of the season, like we were saying, only 14 games left. College basketball may be over, but the NHL is also in full swing and the MLB. So you want to bet on baseball, hockey, basketball. You want to continue to bet on Bulls games. You can do that at Bet Online. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all. All the scores, news, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to their website or use their mobile device today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code Locked On when you sign up for an account. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by RockAuto.com. Spring is right around the corner here in Chicago. Beautiful day. Beautiful day makes you want to go for a drive on a beautiful day. And spring cleaning, hey, spend some dollars to spring clean your car. Because everybody in Chicago wants a nice, clean car, fresh wax, whatever you need, fix your upper parts. Get your car ready for spring and summer here in Chicago with rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everyone. You don't... Uh, need a uh, um, account login and membership is not required to use this awesome site. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. It's closing time. Before we get out of here, to kind of recap, I just got to ask you one question as I think about this a little bit more. We played a clip a couple of weeks ago uh, from Kevin Durant talking about how he liked the Vucevic trade. The Vucevic. Vucevic trade. See, I play that clip from Kendrick Perkins and then I hear that. And that's what I say, man. I did that Vucevic, to myself. Vucevic. I did that to myself. I did that to myself and that's what I get. Vucevic. He also kind of cursed Antonio Blakeney a couple of years ago, if you don't remember this, but he said Antonio Blakeney was an absolute baller. He's going to be really good in the league. Not to go to that degree, but since Kevin Durant has said that, things have not been the greatest for the Bulls right now. So maybe we just need Kevin Durant to come join the Bulls team and stop talking about the players here. I digress, but... I tell you what, man, Antonio Blake, and he loves shooting basketballs as much as Kevin Durant does. <laughs> That's, that is very, very true. The last takeaway from this game, 
this has to be the last loss like this this season i don't care if zach doesn't play for the next week i do care but i don't care for this point alone the bulls can't come out and lose another game like this the rest of the season they can't afford to do that if they want to make the playoffs and we can have the debate all day fans can have it back and forth back and forth the real the reality is the players want to make that play in they want to make the playoffs so that being the goal this season you can't lose another one like this cleveland loss like I told you I think it's worse than the Orlando loss. I, I really do. I thought the effort was pathetic through the out in the entire game. You were just getting your teeth kicked in by a team that just got eliminated from playoff contention. That, to me, was a very, very low point for this Bulls team. So my advice, they can't afford to have another loss like this. I don't know how you feel. I mean, if you're talking about their desire to make the play-in, then I think you're right. You can't afford to lose games against opponents like this. And it's weird to see them continually do this. You said earlier, um, and it's the perfect way to describe it, playing to the level of their competition. How is it that, yes, the Celtics were missing a couple of key pieces, Kemba and Marcus Smart, but they still had Tatum and Jalen Brown and the rest of that squad. And we beat them in their building. On our road trip that didn't go super well, we still had several games where we played even with, for four quarters, played even with teams of a much higher caliber than our squad, like Phoenix and like Utah. So how is it that we can perform like that against that caliber of competition and lose games to this Cleveland team, lose games to that Orlando team that we lost to last week, the team that steered into the tank at the deadline and gave us their best player? How does that happen? And unless this is some super evil genius diabolical plot by AK, who for whatever reason is like the spider in Game of Thrones and has little birdies everywhere, already knows that the Bulls are going to fall out of the play-in and get super lucky in the lottery and get that top four protected pick in the 21 draft. Otherwise, like if, if that doesn't happen, if the Bulls fall out, and end up just not getting super lucky and jumping into a top four and handing that pick to Orlando, it's still not the end of the world to me because, again, all of this, I think, needs to be put in the perspective of, at least in my opinion, these trades, and especially the Vooch trade, were not about this season. So many Bulls fans wanted it to wanted to believe that those trades were about this season. And it wasn't about the season in part, because they evaluated players on the roster and decided they were willing to let them go to bring in other better talent. So in that regard, yes, it was about this season. But big picture, it's way more so about next season and beyond. So these losses to teams like Cleveland and Orlando are bad and certainly frustrating. But to me, you can't call it a must win. Because nothing about this season was must win when you started. And even after the trades, I still don't think anything about this season is must win. Yeah, it, it depends on who you ask, right? If you ask Thaddeus Young or Patrick Williams or Kobe White, they're all going to say, of course, we're gonna, we want to make the play and we want to make the playoffs. You ask Zach Levine, he's going to 100%. He's like, you don't even, he would say next question because you don't even need to ask him that. Your point is valid, though, because it's something that we talked about as soon as they made that deal. We said it wasn't even about making the playoffs this season. I still believe wholeheartedly it was a big, big, 
big move for this front office to make in order to make reassurances to Zach Levine. If Zach Levine truly does want to become a free agent in the summer of 2022, which I just saw Sam Amico last week report that, that he's going to hit free agency, makes sense. We've talked about that before. Regardless, I think this was a step in the right direction for the front office to show Zach Levine, hey, we're serious about committing to win, even if it's just not this season. It's also, too, a reflection to Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan didn't come here to lose and rebuild for three seasons before they're halfway competitive. He could have stayed in OKC and did that and had a lot better talent to be able to rebuild from the bottom. That being said, I think it was a commitment to Zach. And like you said, it was a move that can help them across multiple different years and still left them flexibility short term. So I'm with you, man. And and you still have to acknowledge the fact that the trades they made, while they may not be vaulting the bulls up the standings in the back third of this season, like a lot of this just living in denial fan base thought it would, you can still say, hey, they addressed problems with the roster. And as these players continue to play together, you know, we'll see if Daniel Tice sticks around. Uh, You know, it it won't be easy to keep him here. But the fact that they addressed problems they knew they needed, they needed help interior scoring. Wendell was not giving them much, if anything. Gafford, kind of a one-trick pony, rolling to the rim. They went out and got an all-star center. They also went out and with Daniel Tice and with Troy Brown Jr., added very desperately needed defensive talent to this roster. So those were two big problems. And the third that they didn't address at the trade deadline, this team's need of a point guard, is something that they will almost assuredly pursue this offseason, address this offseason, whether in free agency or trades. That's the one thing they didn't do at trade deadline day because you know what? I'm guessing the price tag for Lonzo Ball was one that they deemed to be way too high to justify. So there it is. They addressed two big needs of this roster at the trade deadline. The third we know is coming. AK said, I'm not done overhauling this roster. So give the man a damn minute, please, will you? The frustration about this season, I think, is still valid too, right? Like, I think people can accept that. But at the same time, Bulls fans are crazy. We're crazy. Like, we haven't seen this team be able to compete on a nightly basis for the last handful of years. Like, it's been three and a half seasons of just terrible basketball, knowing you're not going to be in the playoffs. To even get a whiff of the idea of being in the playoffs, I think, has excited fans. And it's, I think it's right to be disappointed with how the Bulls have played. And we've talked about it a bunch since the All-Star break. Hopefully, Zach can return relatively quickly and turn this thing around uh, before it's too late. Like, uh, not nah, Jordan. The Bulls are better off without Zach Levine. <laughs> yeah, and the Bulls are going to land a top four pick. Like th- those two can like those two can live in the same circle of the Bulls are better without Zach Levine, and the Bulls are definitely getting a top four pick. But I don't like the way the Bulls' luck has been going over the last uh, eight months or so. It's definitely it's definitely possible, man. So knock on wood, hey, man, do any of the superstitions you need to. We had the number seven pick three years in a row. Now we're going to have the number four pick three years in a Let's row. Let's do it. I'm down. I'm totally down with that. <laughs> uh, with that being said, the Bulls play the Hornets next. Good thing we don't have to see LaMelo Ball, which would be nice. No LaMelo just... and no Gordon Hayward tonight and no Malik Monk tonight. So this means like Bismack Biombo is going to put up like 25, right? And beat us. Is is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. 
as Jordan is like looking over at his phone, putting in Biombo plus twenty five plus points tonight. Seriously, parlays. Yeah, like if you want to, if you want to win parlays, just bet any of the bull, any of the primary scores that get to the rim against the Bulls until further notice. That's that's. There's my one play for you. There's my one yeah. hint and tip. Um, with that though, it's thanks. A pretty for, good hint. <laughs> I mean, look at what's look at what Sexton and Garland did. All they did was get to the effing rim. Just, destroyed us in the paint last night oh man i'm gonna forget about that cleveland loss i hate just like joe says what's so good about cleveland nothing nothing and it only infuriates me more that we lost on the road to them but that being said let's hope that they cleveland is nothing then right now chicago is less than nothing (laughs) seriously and they're laughing at us too i'm sure even more just spoiling spoiling things for teams and that's what cleveland will do over the next couple of weeks as they conclude their season um, thanks for everybody who's listened, who's watched us on YouTube as well. You can watch all of our episodes on YouTube this week. We've been going live. It's been a lot of fun. So make sure you subscribe to our channel. Once we get to 500 subscribers, the first 500 people will be entered to win a Zach Levine jersey. So make sure you go sign up and uh, subscribe to us. Subscribe to the podcast, too. If you continue to listen to us on podcast services, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get podcasts, we're there every single day. So you can still listen to us. Follow Follow us on Twitter at Jordan C. Malley, at Bulls underscore Peck, and at Locked On Bulls. For Matt Peck, I'm Jordan Malley. Bulls Nation, have a wonderful day. Be back tomorrow with a fresh episode. For Jordan and Matt, we are out. Deuces. Locked On Bulls, a show for the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Hosts Jordan Malley and Matt Peck dive into the best Bulls news and stories around the NBA. For more content and to stay up to date, head over to LockedOnBulls.com. Thanks a lot.